Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. And the guy driving that hearse? Have you ever seen anyone so focused on drive? We're talking hardcore tannin too. I can't imagine the heat that's on you when you get tapped on the shoulder and be like, hey man, uh, we need you to drive the queen's corpse around. In a hearse. A well-lit hearse. Why is it so well-lit? It's creepy after dark. It's a little bit weird. It really is. Yeah. Uh, So if you didn't know this, uh, the queen's dead. How dare you? She died... Almost don't, a week ago. Don't make up rumors. <laughs> the queen ate it. E- <laughs> oh, my God. I feel bad. I shouldn't See, have said that. Okay. Should we wind back? <laughs> oh, too late. No, it, it's there's a lot of pageantry. There's a lot of pomp and circumstance that comes with royalty. I don't know if you're aware of that. When you read about it, so and it makes sense that they have to have a succession plan for in the event that the monarch dies. Yeah. And so for years, they've had multiple plans in place for when the queen dies. They had them for if she died at Buckingham Palace, if she died... At uh, Balmoral, where she did die. In Scotland, if she died abroad, if she was visiting some other country and died. Like, they have all these detailed plans. And so she ended up dying in Scotland. And so that one is called Operation Unicorn. Which is so... It's bizarre. I can't believe, first of all, Scotland, I don't know if they're doing it right or doing it wrong. I lean towards Scotland as doing it right. Their national animal is a mythical creature, the unicorn. Yeah. So I think they're doing it right. I think they're thumbing their nose at the national animal thing. Yeah. Which I appreciate. So, and the the thing is, too, is about the queen is that she was very hands-on. She probably would have reviewed all of the plans for what happens when she's dead. Yeah. That'd be so bizarre. So strange, because they were detailed down to the minute. Yeah. And so these plans kind of tell you that, okay, if she dies in Scotland, uh, her body's going to stay here for this long, then it's going to move to this place and stay here, and then here and here and here. And the latest is that she's now been transferred back to London. She was at Buckingham Palace yesterday. I think she goes to Westminster Abbey today. Uh, But every time they move her coffin and move her around, there's thousands of people lining up to catch a glimpse of it. To see it, there are news cameras everywhere. So you see her coffin, or at least the flag draped over yeah. her coffin. Yeah. And a who lot. is the guy? Who? How did he get the tap on the shoulder? Like, listen, you're going in. Like you're you, getting called up to the big show. Do you think it was just a guy who had that car? Or do you think he's like some military strong man, multiple medals, and this is his yeah. reward? Yeah. How do you rise through the ranks to become that guy? I'd be interested to hear his story. But the... Um, at the risk of sounding insensitive, with that much movement over the past week or two, there's a lot of opportunity for a real weekend at Bernie's thing to happen. <laughs> and I know that sounds terrible, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that could go wrong. Like there really yeah. is. Like you think about that car driving through London. It's not like London is a sleepy, dusty little village. 
In no. The, no, that is a thriving, throbbing metropolis. It's one of the busiest cities on the planet. Yeah. And so I saw the video last night where it arrived in London and they had to shut down like one of the busiest roads in London mm-hmm. and they blew through there and everyone was getting out of their cars on that road to stand and get a glimpse of the queen's body as it blew by. And like you said, that thing, that, that hearse that they're driving around in, it's like all glass yes, and the brightest lights in the world. So you can see it at night. You can. It's not tinted it. glass either. No, they, like, you they can see you right through see it. it. Like it's done by design. Yeah. And it's odd when you think about it, like, oh my God, the queen's body's in there. Like it's weird. I've never seen a coffin so many times. It's like crazy. A, yeah. It's nuts. It's weird. And that got me thinking about how, uh, it's not the queen's body, but- a couple times in the last year or so, I've been watching the nightly news here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. I think I watched the same one because I know where you're going with this. And there is one particular station that a couple times has shown a body. Just laying on the ground. Like, like in their coverage. They're like, oh, the uh, police have not removed the body. And they're like, what? Like, like you can see it laying right there. They put like a tarp over it. But-, but it it's the body. It's laying there. And I've seen that a couple times, including last week. And the yeah. girl was doing a, a stand-up report, and the body was over her shoulder in the background. And I'm like, that— And it was weird, too, because body. you could see, like, a white sheet over top of it, but then they were holding the sheet down with five or six pylons right around the body, signaling to the world, hey, see where these pylons? There's a body right here. Like, you couldn't miss it. If it were someone I knew, if it was someone in my family. It would be terrible. I would be furious that their body was on TV. Yeah. Yeah, if they had the pylons down because it was a windy day. And so can you imagine she's telling the story of what happened and all of a sudden the wind blows that sheet away? Oh, boy. Yikes. So I don't know why they don't just pan the camera a bit to the left, get the body out of the shot. Well, you know what they say, Bryce? If it bleeds, it leads. Oh, man. So uh, I think I'm getting bodied out. I think I am too. On I'm the good. news. I don't need to see the bodies or the coffins. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. You know what would be a good variety pack? What's a variety that? pack of deodorants. Oh, Because yeah. some days you wake up and you're like, ah, today I feel a mountain glacier. Yeah. I'm Tomorrow not- I might be surf. <laughs> the day after I might be night panther. <laughs> Spring meadow. Yeah, different days call for different scents. Sometimes a variety pack can provide that. Yeah, like a Friday night, I'm probably going to want to wear Night Panther. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Jason, who just texted the show, who raises a really, really good point. Uh, He says, I dislike how when you buy a variety pack of an item, the company always throws in a large quantity of plain flavor in with your mixed pack. Then, as a dad, it falls to you to eat up those crappy plain versions. Right now, I'm trying to choke back three packets of plain instant oatmeal. I might as well be eating Elmer's glue. The Jason brings up something that I've thought about for so long. The variety pack is the biggest scam going. It sure is. It's how they offload all the things that never sell. Exactly. Whether it's cereal, beer, yogurt, potato chips. That's how companies get rid of... They're ugly babies. Yeah, that's why Jason's eating flavorless mush. Yeah, no one enjoys a variety pack of anything. Why wouldn't you just buy a package of the flavor you like instead of having to, you know, wander through that minefield of banana and vanilla and plain? 
I think Why? we can all agree the only variety pack worth a damn is the Crush Soda Pops. There's when a variety pack? When you get like the orange and the cream soda and, and the, the grape. grape. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know there was such a thing. That's the money pack. As a kid, the worst was that variety pack of the mini cereals. Do you remember that? Oh, There'd yeah. There'd be like Fruit Loops and Corn Pops, all the, but then they'd throw in a, you know, Bran Flakes. <laughs> Just plain Corn Flakes. Your siblings would take all the good stuff and you'd get hung with, I don't know, Flax. Plain Cheerios. Muselicks. <laughs> Raisin Bran. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. No one enjoys the variety pack. Whether it's yogurt, cereal, beer, potato chips. You might like one or two of the things in the variety pack, but the rest, bleh. Uh, Joel says the worst thing in any variety pack are the pretzels that come in a big bag of party mix. Like, yeah, I'd love to eat a pound of salted sticks. Just give me the sun chips, the nacho chips, and the cheesies, please and thank you. Uh, yeah, the pretzels, that's the filler because it's the cheapest part of the party mix. Uh, Arden? The only variety pack that actually was good, in my opinion, was the Dad's Cookies Coated Variety Pack. But weren't there some duds in there? I didn't think so. I enjoyed because there was the square hard ones, the round hard ones, and then there was the glorious, um, I don't know, the soft cookie ring one. I don't even know what you would call that. There was the It was the coconut chocolate covered coconut cookie ring, which they discontinued. Yep. So now it's now it's even uh, a better of a memory yeah. is that whole variety pack because I would I would eat them in order. I'd eat one of the one hard one, the or the round one, the square one, and then the the goodie ring. Why would a company do that? Why would a company go, hey, let's uh, what's our most popular thing? Oh, the coconut cookie. Ring? Let's discontinue those. Why would they do that? So maybe who knows? Maybe the machine that makes it is unserviceable anymore. Maybe it's not that they don't want to make it, it's that they can't make it, like, physically. We can get rockets into space. We can get, you know, the trapped Chilean miners who are under the surface of the Earth two kilometers. We can get them back to the surface. We can reattach a human hand and it'll work. But no, no coconut cookie ring? Uh, it, does, it does sound sound bizarre to me. Or somebody crunched the numbers, and maybe they weren't actually as popular as people thought they were. Mm, I don't know. Uh, thank you, Arden. One zero zero two nine. Is there a variety pack that you thoroughly enjoy? Everything in the variety pack? I don't think there is. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. We were discussing this earlier. Nobody enjoys the variety pack, do they? Like, can you think of a variety pack? You're like, oh, yeah, this is good. The only one that came to mind was the Crush line of soda pop. Oh, but somebody said, hey, the worst variety pack is the Crush Pop 24 variety pack. No. My favorite Crush Pop is the Lime Crush. What? But in the variety pack, they put orange, grape, cream soda. You would think the fourth one would be lime, but no, it isn't. It's mug root beer. I'm quite satisfied with the four they chose. In my pyramid, uh, lime is the worst. Mm. That's me. But a variety pack to me, I've always looked at it. That's how companies get rid of their, you know, unsold stock. Yeah. Their ugly babies. Yeah, that's how they get rid of their grenades, if you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. That's why you end up with vanilla yogurt in your uh, variety pack of yogurt. That's how you end up with some... Uh, 
a beer made out of beet juice <laughs> in your variety pack of beer. That's how that happens. <laughs> yeah, it's where they and unload. Don't try the un- and tell me that beet beer is fantastic. It's not. No. Nobody has ever pulled off a rock solid beet beer. This beer is good, but I could use more beets. Yeah. Uh, Matthew said socks, a pack with blue and black socks, and then one green pair. Who the F wants green socks? What? So mine are white and gray and black. Yeah. Green? Uh, damn it, Garner. I just ordered two variety packs of protein bars. Protein bars yesterday. It's a company I've never used. They were expensive. If I don't like them, I will blame you. That's For fair. sure, they are going to put some garbage protein bars. You're going to get some banana protein bars. Yeah, probably some shrimp flavored one or something. Somebody said, what about bridge mixture? No. The only thing you like in the bridge mixture is the chocolate peanuts and maybe the chocolate raisins. The rest, uh-uh. I agree with uh, the comment that was made earlier about the party pack of chips and how the pretzels... Oh, yeah, it was Joel. Yeah, that's true. Those are by far the worst in the bag. Because the pretzels are the cheapest part. It's the filler. That's why you get so many... That's why you hardly get any sun chips. Is it going to stop me from eating those chips? No, No. but I will moan about it the whole time. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, Somebody says, what about the... Oh, okay, hang on. We may have found one. What about the Halloween mini bar variety pack? Mm. Throw every type in your mouth at once. Uh, Is there ever a dud in the mini pack of... There can be. Like what? Every now and then, like you're like, okay, I like three of the four. Like they'll, they'll all be good, and then all of a sudden you just have like, oh, eat more. Yeah, mm. some dud chocolate bar that they're probably unloading. The variety pack of Tim Hortons donuts drives me nuts when they always throw in a plain donut that is taking up valuable roster space for a good donut. Mm. So the plain donut would be like maybe. The Zach Cassian donut? Yes. Think of it like that. Yeah. Plain donut is Zach Cassian. It served its purpose. Served a purpose once upon a time, but that purpose is no longer required. There are better options. No, they've got to make room for a sprinkly dink. Yeah, you ship it to Arizona and bring in a sprinkly dink instead. Uh, One more here. The Kellogg variety pack of cereal is the worst. I would agree. Like those mini boxes of cereal. This person goes... Why would you put special K in something clearly targeted for children? I would agree. You know what that's for? That is to show the child that you care least about that child. So they can confirm that he or she is the least popular of all your children. They're the ones that get the box of special K. The others get corn pops and Fruit Loops. It's a life lesson. It is. You're it's have... a tough lesson to learn at the breakfast table, but an important lesson. You might be six, but you need to know that life isn't just corn pops and Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. There sometimes is some special it's... K and corn flakes <laughs> yeah, in there. Sometimes it's bran flakes. <laughs> the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. The oatmeal one, no. The variety pack of oatmeal, several people have said, that's on point. No, nobody wants the peach oatmeal. What is that? Or Or the plain. It's the hardened, ugh. Everybody's just after the maple sugar or whatever, the brown sugar instant oatmeal. You just buy a box of those. You can do that. Stop buying the variety pack. If you see me eating oatmeal at any point in my life, you know that something went wrong. Really? It's garbage breakfast food. Uh, On another topic altogether... (laughs) This came in really early this morning, and I laughed because I get so creeped out by this, too. Good morning, fellas. I know this is off topic, but do you have small, insignificant things that just set you off? Mm -hmm, About a million. I got pages of them. 
Uh, the other night, my beautiful bride and I were in our hot tub with our two friends, and every time I would feel a foot brush against mine, it would make it would set me off internally. It just creeped me out. If it's my wife's foot, which I could tell by the angle and foot position, I was okay with it. I was tucked as far back as I could get, so I'm doing my part. Mind your feet if you're hot tubbing around other people. The hot tub is supposed to be a six to eight person tub. I beg to differ. I understand this so completely. Anything brushing up against you underwater is absolutely creepy, even if you know it's your beautiful bride sitting next to you. It is. When you're in the lake in the ocean and something brushes up against you, you squeal like a little schoolgirl and flee to the sand. I just imagine everything brushing up against me in a body of water, whether it's a pool or the open ocean, I just imagined it's an old Band-Aid. <laughs> Although I will say the hot tub party, maybe those two guests of yours misread the, the situation. They read the room wrong, and uh, mm. the footsies were what they thought was the start of something oh, further. Maybe that's what it was. Do you go hot tubbing with friends, though? Like, like no. If you have a hot tub, that's essentially that's you phoning your friends and going, hey, you want to come over and have a bath with us? <laughs> no, no. Uh, in the six to eight person hot tub, I think what needs to happen here is the people who come up with hot tub capacity and the people who come up with tent capacity need to get their ass together because they're never even close. Like, have you ever seen a four-person tent? Sure, that'll sleep four people if they're like Cabbage Patch kids. A tent never sleeps four people, ever. That's very true. You almost yeah. have to divide what they say by two. Anyway, whoever you are, thank you for that. <laughs> Appreciate it. Oh, look at all the people. You uh, upset. What? The peach oatmeal crowd is very vocal. What's the terrible oatmeal? Uh, ooh, I don't look into the text machine. Hey, you know what would be really good in this oatmeal? Some rocks of peach. <laughs> don't look in there. If you threw some, some peach gravel into this oatmeal, it'd be fantastic. You just set some people off. You were just the foot in their hot tub. I was. Huh? You're the band-aid in their swimming pool. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Talking about hot tubs a few minutes ago. I'm not anti-hot tub. I think I would like to get one. Uh, but somebody just texted and said, my, fun my husband finally talked me into a hot tub. But you need to discuss how social you're going to be in your hot tub before you commit to buying the hot tub. He loves to invite people over. Hot tubbing is a solo sport for me. Yeah, you kind of have to both be on the same page. Like, I don't want to always be ba having a bath with my friends. Like, I probably never want to be having a bath with my friends. And I love my friends. Like, they're good people. But I don't know if I want to get in a tub with them. It's a little weird. Anyway, thank you for that, whoever you are. 10029 to text the show. You can call Sonic 2 at 780-423-1029. It's even weird in a hotel or something. When, you know, maybe you're traveling alone and you decide, ah, I'm going to go relax in the hot tub. Next, you know, you're in there with five or six strangers. It's just bizarre. Stuff starts brushing up against you. You're wondering what that is. Is it a shark? Probably not in a hot tub. Maybe it's a Band-Aid. I don't know. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm. Mystery candy. <laughs>